I'm Heather Roberts here with Lynn Ochita from the Humane Society of Central Oregon. Welcome back, Lynn. All right. It's good to be here with you, Heather. We are going to be talking summer pet safety, and it's hard. We've had such a weird kind of introduction to summer. It's kind of hard to remember that the weather is going to get probably very hot. And that's not great for our pets. So I wanted to give you a chance to kind of run through with us, just remind us those things that we need to be thinking about for those dogs and cats and horses and sheep and all those animals that we take care of in Central Oregon. What's really the top thing that you get concerned about this time of year? Especially this year, summer has definitely snuck up on us. And a lot of people are used to taking their dogs with them in their car as they run errands and go visit people as they head out onto the trails. But one of the things that we want to remind people is the best and the safest place for your pet during warm weather is in a cool, nice home where they're comfortable and at no risk of any heat exhaustion or exposure. A lot of people who do exercise their pets, wonderful. We still need to continue that act of exercising our pet, but do it in the either the early hours of the day or in the evening when the temperature is cooler and also when the pavement is cooler. A lot of paws can get damaged from hot pavement as well as hot trails. And I always recommend people to do that 10 second test with their own hand, hold it down to the pavement or the hot trail, the sand, it does get hot. And if it's too hot for you, um, holding your hand down for 10 seconds, it's most likely too hot for your dog. And especially if you're at the beginning of a hike or a walk, it's only going to get hotter if you're out during the peak hours of the day. Um, You can also train your dogs uh, to wear booties. And that's always a safe and uh, fun way to continue that activity. And also adorable adorable, adorable, a dog in shoes is got to be the one of the cutest things. But it's a good reminder that we don't just stop walking our dogs in the summer. You can't that's not fair to the dog. It's not fair to the dogs and for our own sanity, um, our dogs. And like, you know, they do need mental as well as physical exercise to keep them uh, sane and lovable pets while they are indoors. Uh, But yeah, there are a lot of cooling vests nowadays. There's um, water bowls that can, you know, keep water fresh if you do have to keep your pet outside. All of these things, um, technology has all made our life better, not only for ourselves, but as well as for our pets. Um, And of course, we talked about people used to taking their dogs in the car. You know, the temperatures um, right now are beginning to rise. And now is the time to remember to keep your pet safe indoors. Those cars heat up really rapidly and dogs can definitely suffer from heat exhaustion or heat stroke pretty quickly if the temperatures start to get up around um, 100 degrees and for sure inside the cars. Um, One of the other things we want to think about and I actually just saw recently is somebody traveling with their dog in the back of their pickup truck. In Oregon, um, you can only um, hold your dog or take your dog in the back of a pickup truck if it has four walls. This was a flatbed truck, um, and that is illegal in Oregon. But again, think about how hot those truck beds get, and your dog, um, you know, just can't reasonably stand on that hot metal. So again, um, just think about how you would treat yourself or your child in these circumstances and just make sure that your pet is safe because they can't speak up and tell you exactly, um, you know, that they're uncomfortable. The one thing to look for, of course, is a dog dancing around when they're standing on pavement or if they're always diving and dashing for shaded areas. I see it all the time at community events. 
the dogs are, you know, diving underneath our table cloth, looking for shade and looking for cooler pavement. So be aware if you do have your dog out and about, be mindful and um, kind and considerate. That's pretty simple. It sounds like if you wouldn't be comfortable standing somewhere in bare feet, then yeah. neither is your dog. Exactly. Yeah. I've often told people at community events, take your sandal off and stand on that pavement yourself. And if it's uncomfortable for you, it's going to be uncomfortable for your pet. And the pets that we really need to look out for are the young animals, the seniors and the short muzzled dogs. They just have a really difficult time keeping themselves cool. We have to remember that pets do not have a very efficient cooling system. And that's one thing to think about a hot car. Dogs and cats cool through um, losing heat through their paws and through breathing and panting. And if they're only breathing in hot air, they have absolutely no way of cooling themselves down. So think about that. If you're breathing in hot air, you just can't cool down. Um, they don't sweat throughout their body like we do to help cool themselves. So really important to remember. And I think if you picture that breathing in and out hot air, you'll be more conscious about not taking your pet or your dog in a car with you. You talked about how summer is sneaking up on us. And I think 4th of July, I feel like the weather staying cool for so long really tricked a lot of us into forgetting that 4th of July is really right around the corner. We've got just over a week before the holiday and really only, you know, a lot of those celebrations are going to start next weekend. I have never had a dog. I'm not a cat person, admittedly, but I've never <laughs> had a dog that has enjoyed the 4th of July. I used to try and get out of town with my dog because I knew the fireworks were going to just drive them crazy. And I don't think I'm alone. No, it's really common. And I almost feel like it's increasing. So actually, as you're hearing this right now, if you do have a pet that's fearful of fireworks or loud noises, thunderstorms are going to start hitting Central Oregon as well. Talk to your veterinarian now, not when it's happening. Um, there are a lot of medications, but those medications need to be tested. They need to be adjusted. There's different options that's going to be best for your dog um, and sometimes even cats as well. But do it now. Um, you know, July 3rd is too late. <laughs> so, um, and I know a lot of my friends as well as myself who've actually had to use medications around thunder and fireworks, those loud, scary noises for our pets. They, again, they don't understand it. Um, one of the also things that you can do is, um, you know, just do the simple thing of making sure that your pet is indoors, never leave them in your backyard or unattended. Even if they're in a fenced yard, they normally stay in. All it takes is one frightening, um, fireworks. It could be a neighbor, illegal fireworks happened to my own personal dog. The fireworks shot um, over our heads, the sparkles came down. And this is a dog who was rock solid, did not care about fireworks or thunder. And from that day on at age seven was fe extremely fearful of fireworks and thunder. And maybe in the case for my house, I have a dog door. My dog is allowed to go in and out at her will, but maybe on the night of the 4th of July, I need to just close that so that she, if I take her out, she's leashed, but then leaving that dog door closed so she can't get outside. Yeah, absolutely. And the exact same thing goes for um, when we know that thunder is about to happen or the storms rolling through. We at the Humane Society see a huge influx of animals um, who have run away or got 
frightened and confused during fireworks. Um, so that week surrounding the 4th of July is just a time that we're inundated with strays. So as well as during thunderstorms, especially those pop-up thunderstorms that happen while people are at work um, and they're unprepared and they don't have their pets. So listen to our local weather forecasters and if they predict any sense of thunder, um, definitely keep your pets safe just as we are talking about with fireworks. Another thing to do is keep them indoors. If you if your pet's not fully house trained, we offer crate rentals. It's only five dollars a month. So again, prepare for that. Get your your dog used to being in a crate. And so it's a safe and a secure place for them. And then it's a fun and a good place. One of the other things that you can do is keep your pets in an interior room, like a bathroom with a radio going or in a bedroom that's um, away from maybe the streets of your neighborhood. Um, fireworks are going off. Keep them um, in a back bedroom with the TV going, something soothing and something distracting. We know that several Central Oregon communities have banned personal use fireworks, but I think number one, we have to remember that as much as we'd love to think that all of our neighbors are following the law, that's not necessarily the case. So we need to take those precautions for the sake of our pet in the chance that maybe not every neighbor is going to adhere to a ban. The other thing is those the commercial displays, while they could be miles away, we still hear them and that popping and those noises and the light could still frighten a pet. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it really is the large display. So even though they've banned um, personal use of fireworks, uh, the impact for us at the shelter is these large fireworks. Um, it's really, really frightening. Um, we were also seeing a little bit more of, or I'm hearing more about cases of pets who have been around fireworks and, you know, the dogs enjoy kind of chasing the fireworks that are on the ground, but those can cause injury to eyes, um, to pause as well as hearing loss for some of the loud fireworks. So again, keep your pets away from any fireworks that you may be using. Um, and also definitely keep them away from those large fireworks display. Like I said, even though your dog may have gone to watch Pilot Butte, you know, from a parking lot nearby, again, all it takes is one time to be frightened and maybe you're not being attentive and they're gone. And it's frightening when you see your dog take off and not respond to your calls to come back. That means they're in flight mode and they can go a really long distance. We've had dogs um, lost in like Deschutes River Woods, south of town, be found up at Home Depot area. So you never know how far these dogs can travel. And when they've run off in a flight mode, they've really kind of lost track of where they're at. We are out of time, but it is a good reminder to make sure your pet is tagged and microchipped and that the information is updated so that if your pet does take off, you guys can track down the owners. Yeah, not only us, but also anyone who finds it. So get that idea, visible form of identification. And if you lose or find a pet, report it to your local shelter so that we can help reunite um, pets quickly. And if you've lost a pet during this, please check with us and reclaim your pet quickly so we can open up those kennels. HSCO.org for more information. Lynn Ochita with the Humane Society of Central Oregon. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks. I'm Heather Roberts on FM News 100 and 1110 KBND.